Our next guest, how big would have been the news when he left Parramatta to join the Manly Seagulls? It was massive. Peter Peters on the line. Zorb, good morning. Morning, Bulldog. Morning, Ray. How big was that news? Was it big news back then? I don't know whether it was even reported. (laughs) You would have reported it yourself. It was big big news for me because uh, part of the deal for me to switch was um, I was a D-grade reporter in my first year at the Sydney Sun. And my editor, Jack Tier, was great mates with Arco, uh, Ken Arferson, and um, they got me to switch, and I went from a D grade to an A grade. There you go. So Beautiful. that's how you got your start. I wonder how, when I saw your copy, why it was so poor. <laughs> <laughs> it worked, though. Yeah. Good on you. Hey, Zork, can we go back to Wednesday night, and look, to be fair for our Queensland listeners, congratulations. They were just too good, Queensland. That brick wall defence was extraordinary. What was your take on the game? What's what's the fallout for New South Wales? Well, embarrassing for mm, me. Mm. Thirty-two to six. That's an embarrassment. We didn't give a yelp. We had no pattern in attack. Whoever's uh, the attacking coach, he should go um, along with um, with Freddie Fittler and, and Greg Alexander. They've had a good go um, and they've failed miserably. I, I, my big take on on Origin now is there's some people in the media who've got to stop treating the public like fools when it comes to uh, having a look at the replacements that could replace Brad Fittler uh, and when they're mentioned. I mean, Vladimir Putin has as much chance as some of the names thrown up in recent days. Who would you go with, Zorba? Who would be your man? Well, up until this week, I would have thought Des Hasler because I didn't think he would be back in... um, uh, coaching at NRL level, but um, old Moneybags has grabbed yet another uh, club uh, during the week with that shock announcement at the Titans. Uh, good luck to the Titans board. The mad professor is coming. But look, I, I, looking at it, I don't think you can have a coach that's coaching NRL level. So I put all of them out of it. Um, maybe some of the assistants could um, get away from their clubs for that period of time. But let's make a quick announcement. I, I Look, I think somebody like Paul McGregor or Michael Maguire. I think Michael Maguire, tough. Um, things didn't go well for him at the West Tigers, but I think with the right people around him, um, he could um, he could lift New South Wales. Either of those two, I can't say, um, you know, get rid of Fittler and um, Alexander if I don't have somebody to come in. But uh, some of those names that have been thrown up, please. Such as? Uh, I, don't, I don't need to ridicule the people uh, they've been ridiculed enough by being mentioned some haven't even coached at uh, nrl level uh, question um so question to you and to dino what about a club coach could they could a person do a club role and then step in to coach new south wales i don't think so anymore okay yeah i'm with you zorba it's just too hard it's I don't just think too so hard it's a, look we need to get our new coach starting now he needs to get a team around him and and let's let's get over all of this job for the boys that's been going on at, at New South Wales um, uh, in recent times. I mean, talking to Brad Fittler during the week, he, his interviews, not me talking to him, but in interviews, um, he's saying, oh, I'll discuss it with Trotto um, after the series. Well, you know, Trotto, is that is that a way to be talking to the boss of the New South Wales Rugby League? Yeah, I spoke to David Trodden late last week, just logistically. There'll be no decision, clearly, until Game 3. They will then go away. They'll let the dust settle. And I'd say in probably six, eight, ten weeks, the board will meet, and then they'll discuss Freddie's future and then the possibility of bringing someone else in. So it won't be done quickly. It won't be done hastily. It will be done properly. And I reckon 
we'll have it announced. But on a coach, whoever that may be, I'd say September. Okay. Well, also on Origin, whoever decided that the women's comp would be over two games oh, and they'd use an aggregate, yeah. that is just the craziest decision I've ever heard. New South Wales 18, good luck to the women beating uh, Queensland 14 before a crowd of 18,000. And after the game, like, who was celebrating the most? Yeah, no. New South Wales were down. They didn't get enough points. Queensland lost the game. Why, were, why wasn't there another game allowed? I've got a text message, Zorba. You said get rid of the attacking coach and bring in Paul McGregor. Well, Paul McGregor was the attacking coach. Was he? Yes. Okay. Well, give him... He needs to be in charge of defence as well. Okay, <laughs> hey, Zorb, can I take you to this weekend? I don't think he was. I don't think he was the attacking coach. What about... Okay. I don't think he was. I think someone else was. Okay. You can check that, Bulldog. I don't, I don't think he was. Fair enough. What about Ben Hunt, Zorb? What, yeah. what do you make of the Ben Hunt situation? I mean, well, it's, it's messy, isn't it? I said my thoughts last week, and they haven't changed really, but I think St George Illawarra will buckle. Um, I don't think they should. St George Illawarra, I think they're odds on to buckle and allow a disgruntled star, Ben Hunt, to make a mid-season switch. But I still maintain they should refuse the request for the sake of the competition for the rest of the clubs. It sends a message of greed. If Hunt is allowed a cameo stint at the Broncos before, as it's been suggested, before a switch to the Titans long term, I don't think that's the right way for the game to be going. Can the Broncos coach Kevin Walters use Hunt as his number nine and dump his son? Boy, that would be a win at all costs attitude. Broncos don't need Hunt. They just don't want him to go to a rival. A contract is a contract. Leave him where he is at least until the end of the season. And if they have to allow a move then, then allow it to happen then. But not mid-season. I think that would stink. Yeah, it's a high heaven. I think it'll come to a head tomorrow one at Dino, I think, that whole Hunt situation when the meets, management meets with the St George board. Hey, Sorb, to the NRL this weekend, can I take you to the, the Panthers game last night? Ivan Cleary gambled, didn't play his five origin players, rested them all. Panthers 20, Knights 12. Cleary is the coach of reason. Hmm. He is he is just developing and developed into an amazing coach. He's two-time premiership coach. Um, he's fast becoming the voice of reason, I think, and success for NRL coaches. He's quietly spoken, rarely ruffled. He's joined the veterans, Wayne Bennett and Craig Benamy, in my books, as the game's super coaches. He does things his way, and he does it with a minimum of fuss. His team is in line for a rarity in the game in the NRL, a three-peat. He rested five Origin stars for the game last night against a desperate, full-strength Newcastle. Six stars out in total when you add Cleary, um, yeah. Tipper and son, Nathan Cleary. 20-12 mm. win was never in doubt. Cleary has faith in his depth, and they've got some bargain basement buys. Look at Tyrone Peachy. Yeah. Now, he's been everywhere. He was on rugby league scrap heap. He was formerly at Cronulla. Then he went to Penrith. Then he went... I, um, I think he's had stints at the Titans yep. and also West Tigers before going back. And last night he was a star. He didn't show form like that over the last couple of years. Clearly gets the best out of them. And whatever they're doing at Penrith is working. Um, and he's going to have a strong side as a result uh, of last night for next Friday's blockbuster in Melbourne versus the Storm. Luai versus uh, Munster again will be a cracker. 
Silver, where did Manly finish on the competition table? Mm, that's a good question, Bulldog. I, I look, Tom's Tom Travoyevich's injury is, is a body blow to them. I thought they tried hard last night. Um, they should have led at half time. Uh, a try right on half time. A, uh, a kick in the, in the in goal area and, and Manly's covering players uh, had the had the goalpost in their way, couldn't get to the ball first, so they they suddenly trailed ten six at half time and couldn't couldn't go on with it in the second half. I thought they tried, but they're not going to be anywhere near the eight, unfortunately. Uh, hey, so I know you want to talk about Marco Sivo, but we've got an SMS from Craig as a bit of a prelude into this because Craig's asked, "Morning boys, can you explain to me to me how Sivo goes on report for raising the forearm, forearm, but the Dolphins never got the penalty?" Para got the ball back, scored the next six. Surely Sivo gets time on the sideline. What, what, what do you think, Will? Well, you know I was going to talk about mm, that. Yeah. I, I, I'm irate about that. Mm. You know, it, it's 13 minutes in. Sivo's got the ball, and there is an elbow raised to the head of Jermaine Osako from the Dolphins. He, that's why Sivo was in possession. Yep. Now, the referee, the play was stopped while Osako got treatment. They had a good look at it. He's put on report, but it's a play the ball. Mm. Referee Peter Goff, it stunned me. No penalty. Um, I think it was Peter Goff. I'm not sure the names of some of the referees at the moment. Uh, I don't want to know their names. Uh, but, <laughs> like, it should have been It should have been a, a, a penalty at least, to yeah. the Dolphins. Yeah. Now, they scored a two, two tackles, two play the balls after it. It was a try to Hopwood and a 12-4 lead had jumped out. So, Michael Osiva, terrific player, but have a listen to this. Game two, $1,000 fine, dangerous contact. Game three, this is all this year, $1,800 fine, contrary conduct. Game four, dangerous conduct, 3000 So the fines were going up. Mm. Round 15, he was a good boy for a while. 3000 for dangerous contact. And then we've got now, in, in, in Friday night's game, um, this issue again. Um, sorry, Saturday, last night's game. Um, he's a chronic yep. um, breaker of the rules, mm. and he needs a holiday. Um, great smiling, try-scoring winger, but his record is not good. No, he's in a spot of bother. That was a blunder, and it didn't like. In the end, they were never going to win that game. Forty-eight to twenty was the was the final score, and the Dolphins did improve in the second half. But they've hit the brick. Um, they're not going to. Uh, they're not going to figure in the end of the season games. They were good early. They played with a lot of spirit. But if you haven't got depth in this competition, uh, you're going to die on the line, and that's where um, there'll be no fins up. Now, Zorba, I've got to keep you honest again. Well, Roy has texted in wanting to keep you honest. Hey, guys, Zorba said some of the candidates of the New South Wales job haven't even coached at NRL level. Well, neither has Billy Slater. Billy Slater is a rarity in the game. Don't compare some of those people that have been mentioned with Billy Slater. <laughs> we'll, we'll move, uh, we'll you're move a funny on, man, Zorba. Zorba. I love you. Hey, Zorba. No, well, yeah. Yeah, there's one player there, Andrew Johns. Uh, what one contestant? And he's not interested. He's too smart. Um, uh, no way he's going to put his head in there. He's got a cushy job at nine. Um, but unfortunately, um, 
He's been at several clubs as a halfbacks coach or backs coach, and he's been to about five or six. Mm. None with any great success. You're not suggesting the eighth immortal doesn't know what he's talking about, are you? No, I'm not, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying the jury's out with him as an NRL coach. Great players don't necessarily make great coaches. Have a look at Wally Lewis. Have a look at some of the others. Awful. Mm. Hey, Sorb. Two of my best, two of my best mates, Max Krillich and Terry Randall. Worst coaches I've ever seen, <laughs> but they were great players. Have no idea. Max listens to this show. He'd be mortified. <laughs> Max, you'll be on the line. We'll still be good mates. But I, you know, I told him he was a hopeless coach. <laughs> He's all... Max, you're not a hopeless coach. Yeah. You're a great man as well. Ignore Three. this man. Three no, games. he knows he was ordinary. <laughs> oh, Max. But you don't win one reserve grade game in a season. You don't have to. You don't have to be told. <laughs> Poor old Maxi. Hey, um, hey, Zor, Brisbane take on the Gold Coast. Eh? It's going to be a really interesting game given what's happened to the Titans this week. South take on North Queensland. Roosters versus Raiders. You take on all three? Uh, I'm taking uh, Broncos against Titans. I think that should be a good game. What a surprise up there this week. Stunning surprise that um, that the mad professor's going to go there. He won't have a surfboard to take. He lives on the beach at Collaroy. I don't know. He'll probably charge somebody 50000 a week to rent it out. Um, Broncos versus Titans, Broncos to win South versus the Cowboys South to win that one Cowboys I'm not convinced away from home They are improving And um, they've got some terrific players In their side but I think South's just in a close one there And I think the Roosters will Beat the Raiders at Allianz now, Zorba, before you go, this is another classic text from Graham. Morning, fellas. Yeah, the texts are coming in, boys. No, they are flying in, Zorba. Zorba is the voice of reason who tells it like it is. I had a 3 a.m. stumps this morning, but subconsciously told my body clock to wake me to hear Zorba's weekly instalment. <laughs> I woke naturally at precisely 8 a.m. and got to hear his viewpoints. Love your work, Zorb. Cheers, Graham. There is somebody reacting to the voice of reason. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing you are. You're a legend. You say it as it is. You've been a great mate of mine for 40 years, but you are not a voice of reason. <laughs> you can't say that, Dino. Azor, <laughs> hey, good on you, mate. Um, I won't talk to you next Sunday, but you'll be back next Sunday, mate. Oh, where will you be? Royal Ascot? No, no, well, I'll be at Lord's. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> so who am I going to text? Bulldog wasn't up. At the end of the test match the other day, you and I were. Text we me were at Lord. Text me at Lords. What Cassie said to me, "Who are you texting at this hour?" I said, "Raymond Thomas." He said, "You'll be waking Tanya." I said, no, "Doesn't no, matter." I'll be, I'll Zorba doesn't care if you're asleep. He just texts and rings when he wants. That's okay. Well, I was up. There's no thought. Oh, he might be asleep. I was happy I had someone to rejoice with. It was fantastic. <laughs> I was cheering on myself. It was unbelievable. Now, Zorba, hey, I've just got a text Zorba, message. Zorba, I'll text you from Lords. Zorb. Good on you, mate. I've just got a text. Two thumbs up. Max Krillich. <laughs> so he does listen. <laughs> there you go. There hey, good, you are. Good on you, Zorb. There's, 